guests are too often considered the magic solution to building your audience. They are not a fast pass, an easy button to audience growth. In fact, they might be a really big audience distraction. And so I want to talk about, for those of us who are using our podcast as a way to generate, educate, and convert our leads, what role should the guests play in our show? Welcome to the More Profitable Podcast with Stacey Harris. I'm Stacey, and this is the spot to learn more about the strategies, tactics, and tools you need to build your more profitable podcast. My team and I work every day with podcasters like you to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of your sales team, because your show should be built to generate and convert leads. So let's get into it. 595, we've got a ranty one. I've got an outline. I'm going to do my best to keep this brief because this is something that really winds me up. I think so often we see advice, and I hope you heard the absolute attitude in that tone. Uh, We see the advice that guests are this sort of mythical, magical way to build your audience, to get in front of new audiences. And we're going to talk about that today. And we're going to talk about the job of guests in our show, the role that guests play in our strategy. And I'm, I'm going to contradict some things you maybe have heard, mostly because I think a lot of the way we approach guest podcast content and information is from two sources. One, experts of 10-ish years ago when there were 11 podcasts and finding somebody who had a show was a really good way to get in front of somebody who was already listening to podcasts to try and get them to your podcast. And so we would do things like podcast swaps Or we would feature people who had podcasts so that they would talk about our show on their show or share their marketing, share it in their marketing. And it worked because there weren't a lot of shows. And so I see that and I see people selling podcast pitching services to be the other ones who are really good about talking about how important it is for you to have guests on your podcast. And I do think guests can be really impactful for shows. I do think being a guest on other people's podcasts can be really impactful. But it takes a lot more nuance than we're currently having introduced to the conversation. And it takes us as hosts taking responsibility for our primary job which is serving the listenership, speaking to the needs of our listenership, helping them get what they need from our show, fulfilling the promise of our podcast. And when we don't do that, it doesn't serve the listener, it doesn't serve the guest, and it doesn't serve us. And so we take a situation that really could be a win-win-win, and we turn it into a lose-lose-lose that took a lot of effort to get. I want us to start looking at 
how we feature guests on our shows differently because I want those guest appearances to be valuable to moving your show forward. And that only happens when we understand why we want each and every guest, the purpose they serve in our larger content plan. And this may not happen initially in your show. We have production clients who for the first time in five and six years of their show, we have a monthly guest strategy for their show this year because we've spent 200 and some episodes building out our foundations, building out our baselines. And now it's about bringing in some voices for us to allow for a conversation that is easier to have with two people so that we can start addressing some value things with that audience. And so those guest appearances make sense in a way they never have before. And so be aware as we're talking about these jobs, we're talking about these possibilities. It might just not be the right time. There is not a one answer, yes or no, universal option here. Sorry. It's just, it's not the way this particular cookie crumbles, right? And we've got to be making sure that we're approaching these decisions with where we are now. Not where we wish we were, not where we have been, but where we are right now and where we're trying to move to next. Before we get into that, I want to remind you, in just a couple of days, we'll have a brand new episode of the Podcast Newsroom. Make sure you're subscribed. We've got the April episode rolling out. We're going to be talking about what you need to know as you kick off this new quarter as we head into Q2. I cannot wait. For Q2. I'm very excited. We've got some cool plans happening. We're going to hit episode 600 of this show. Lots of cool stuff happening in Q2. So be over there. Be looking out. Make sure you're subscribed. The podcastnewsroom.com is how you get that done. Let's start with what we don't want. What we don't want is bringing a guest in to fulfill maybe the most common job I see applied, which is to help grow a listenership. This borderline archaic belief that if we just bring on this sort of like celeb guest, again, no sarcasm in the tone, they'll bring with us the occasionally imagined audience that they have because they're going to promote their interview with me selling their new book. This is most often what I say, selling their new book. Uh, and they're going to they're gonna promote that they're on the show because they want to promote their book, except their appearance on your show is one of 40 podcasts they're doing in 15 days, quite frankly, like most commonly. And they're going to have the same exact conversation with you they're having with literally everybody else. So they don't want to promote it to their audience because they're telling the stories their audience has already heard. Because spoiler alert... They're coming to your show to get in front of your audience. The only new audience in play, really, when you're talking about a guest, is your audience. 
The best way to grow your show is to go be on other shows, not have other people on your show. And if you're somebody who's got like a podcast swap situation going on and you're going on other people's shows who are a good and well-researched fit and you're going to invite that host to your show, great. But do it strategically. This is the version of growing your listenership that does actually work because you're both respecting the audiences of the individual show. The problem is this takes a lot of research and a decent amount of luck because it requires you both to have essentially the same audience, but just different sections of it. So this can actually work really well if you are somebody who has the same audience, but you offer complementary or different services. I did a version of this, although it wasn't set up to be a podcast swap. It just worked out that way uh, with Rachel Cook on this show in 2021 or 2022. We'll link to it in the show notes. But we did two episodes. I did an episode on, on her show. She did an episode on my show. And we kind of had, honestly, a very similar conversation. If you listen to them together, there is definitely some overlap. But it's mostly because they go together really well. We had complementary conversations. We sort of approached them from different perspectives because different person was leading the conversation. A different person was doing the interviewing. And so I interviewed her on my show. She interviewed me on her show. We talked about the podcast. We talked about sales content. We have very similar audiences. We have very similar clients, but we support them differently. She's obviously doing business coaching. I'm obviously not doing business coaching. We're doing podcast production, but we work with a lot of Rachel's clients and we've had clients go work with Rachel. I love this when it works. However, it doesn't work like this very often. Certainly not as frequently as people try and make it work. It needs to be about the listener. It needs to be about helping them move forward with the promise you've already made to them. And what I see most frequently when we're bringing in guests to increase our listenership, when we're bringing in these sort of web celeb, big follower, influencer-y kind of guests in hopes that they'll bring us their audience as well, is what we're actually doing is providing our listenership that we already have with a lot of distractions. And this is where I'm talking about it doing the opposite. Because now if we've got a show, and I say this from experience, I say this as somebody for the first man, oh man, maybe two years of this podcast, I should go look. A year or two, so 50 to 100 episodes of this show, we did two episodes a week. I had one guest episode and one solo episode. And it wasn't until I realized that my listenership was actually higher for my solo episodes that we started addressing, well, why do I have guests? And what I found out in having conversations with my listeners who had become clients, when I talked to them, is that they skipped those because in most cases they had already heard that person on 14 other shows. And they knew we were going to have the same conversation about their new book that they'd been having. They were going to tell the same stories. 
And they're not wrong. I will own this. This was absolutely me bringing on people who were doing their press tour. And in many cases, it was because I genuinely loved what they were putting out there. I wanted to have a conversation with this person. I wanted to be able to talk to them one-on-one. Some of it was networking. Some of it was the goal of this episode. The purpose of this interview is for me to get a chance to have a one-on-one conversation with this person I respect. Cool. Do it. That's a great reason to have a guest on. But understand that it's then for you and not for your listener. So don't expect that that person is going to bring with them this audience that they already have. Don't expect that this is going to build your listenership because what you may be doing is taking some of those purchase-ready leads and sending them somewhere else. Sending them to someone else's book, someone else's program, someone else's whatever. And again, this is what we see goals around listenership delivering most frequently is episodes that either distract our listeners or that they just don't care about. And so they skip it. And then we are interrupting our routine and our habit of you and I sitting down and chatting it up. I will be completely honest with you. There are shows that I have stopped listening to because they went on a run with guests that I didn't care about. And then I lost the habit of going to that feed. I went looking for some other show because I still got to feed the, fill the podcast listening time when I'm on the treadmill, when I'm at the gym, while I'm in the drive, you know, the, the pick up and, and drop off line at, at school, whatever the case may be, have been at the time. And I just lose I lose that habit. I lose that connection. I I filled the vacuum with something else while I was waiting for you to put out something that fulfilled the promise of your show. I bet the same is true for you. It's something we have to consider is when we change that rhythm, when we disappear, when we change what we're delivering, when we start stepping outside of the promise that we made, we change the habit. We change the formula. We change the reason for being here. And so I want you to look at that before you bring guests on. But does this mean no guests? Does this mean that no one should ever have podcast guests? Absolutely not. As I said, I've had guests on this show. You've heard them. Uh, (laughs) That is very defensive. Um, But I've had guests on the show. I will have guests on this show again. We had a guest episode come out a couple of weeks ago. And that's because I'm looking at If I'm going to have a guest on this show, they have to be doing one of two things. They either have to be helping you as a listener self-select out, meaning I bring on somebody who maybe you should work with them before you work with me. I bring on somebody who helps build the readiness of my listener by going, yeah, I'm not ready. And this could be with case study kind of episodes where we bring on our clients, which is the most common guest type you'll see here. In fact, I think in the last couple of years, we have one guest that has not been a client, either on the podcast strategy intensive side or the podcast production side, not including audits over on the newsroom. 
we've had a couple of people who were clients and a couple of people who weren't that recorded audits for us. So setting that aside, although arguably I'd say some of that is doing the same thing, helping a listenership self-select out. Oh, I'm not ready. I don't have this in place. Oh, I'm not ready. I don't want to do that. That's not the kind of show I have. That's not what I want for my show. That's not how my brain operates. Whatever it is. But I'm having a conversation with somebody, highlighting our process, our expertise, how we work together, what happens. Maybe it's a values kind of conversation around a larger sort of industry or, or content theme. But it's, it's about helping you self-select out. I mentioned earlier, we've got a client who we've introduced guests into their strategy for the first time in several years in a real meaningful way this year. And some of those episodes are to help people self-select out. She's bringing on guests so that we can facilitate conversations. They're going to help shake off people who are a poor fit because she's going to have some real sort of values focused conversations. This is how we approach this thing I teach. This is how we approach podcasting. This episode is a great example of that kind of values-based episode, right? This is how we approach this. We don't run after the maybe growth of an audience if it means offering up a distraction to my listenership. We don't do it. It's, it's not how we operate inside of the shows we produce. Doesn't make it bad, doesn't make it wrong. But the kind of shows we produce, this is the container. And so if that's not the kind of show that somebody who's listening to this produces, this is going to help them opt out. I could have done that with a guest as well. The client I'm talking about, that's what she's doing with her guests, is having these sort of like, these conversations that are just easier to have with two people, with people she respects, relationships she's trying to deepen whatever the case may be. The other option, help your listenership self-select in. Showing what's working, talking about what the experience is like, highlighting some of the nuances or, or, or possibilities in your work. A great example of this is a non-client guest we had on the show last year, Lindsay Padilla of Hello Audio. Hello Audio is a tool we use, we love, we use it for the podcast newsroom, We have set up dozens, it feels like, of Hello Audio feeds for clients. Some for opt-ins, like the podcast newsroom is, some for memberships, some for courses, some for one-on-one work, and they delivered their one-on-one replays through a podcast feed with Hello Audio. It was super cool. We've set up a lot of ways, and so I wanted you to see that possibility. I wanted, I wanted our listeners to really see what was possible with that. And so we brought her on. Now, full disclosure, I'm a Hello Audio affiliate. And so there's always links to our affiliate link in there. There's not going to cost you anymore, but it's so they know, hey, this traffic is coming from uncommonly more. But it also highlighted, hey, here is a way of working with us that maybe you hadn't considered. Working with us doesn't have to mean a 12-month contract and production of a public-facing marketing tool show. 
we have clients who all we do is clean up their replay audio and get it up on Hello Audio. We have clients who the entirety of our work was the initial project of setting up that Hello Audio feed, getting them a training together on how they maintain that feed. And then we were done, done and dusted, baby. And they absolutely run that on their own now. And it's fitting into their systems and and their deliverables. and, And it's awesome. And so it absolutely made sense for me to give options of a way that might work with us so that you can self-select in. The Rachel and I sort of crossover podcast swap kind of format is another great example of this. She's a client. We talked about what working with us is like. We talked about some of the things we've been able to support her in doing and why they worked. We absolutely have people to this day And that episode is more than a year old. I think we've rerun it at this point. That point to that episode and say, I listened to this episode and I want to do this too. I figured out I wanted to work with you because I listened to that episode with Rachel. And sometimes they started on her show and then got to our episode. And sometimes they found our episode and then went and listened to her show too. And the combination of the two is what converted them, what what solidified that decision. I want you to look at when you have a guest on, how are they helping your listenership self-select in or out? How are they helping your listenership move forward with the promise your podcast already has? And if you can't see a way that they're helping listenership self-select out or in, they're not a good fit right now. Now, does that mean they can't be on your show at all? No. If you want to have them on the show because you want to have a conversation with them, it's a networking thing, it's a getting in front of them thing or whatever, cool, do it. But recognize that that's the goal of that episode. That that episode is not going to be a win-win-win. Or if it does somehow end up being a win-win-win, it's going to look a lot different than the wins it normally would look like. This is something I'm looking at right now is how I experiment with some stuff and bring in some guests that I want to have conversations with that look a little different. They're not clients. They're not service providers. They're other podcasters. How can I make sure that that conversation is a win for me and a win for you and a win for them before I bring them in? And so I'm having to think more deeply about it. And ultimately, like, that's where the soapbox lies here for me. That's where the frustration lies here for me about the way we talk about podcast guesting is we think of it in really short runs. We think of it as like, well, I want to increase my listenership. And so I will bring somebody else on who has an audience that will do it. I need to go sell this thing. I will go be on other people's podcasts so that I can sell it to their audience. End of it. We're not doing the research. We're not doing the thoughtful pitching. We're not doing the thoughtful invitations. We're not strategically placing these episodes amongst our other assets. We've got to be doing that. We've got to be thinking about this more strategically. This is maybe, in my opinion, the least thought about and some of the most impactful pieces. Because we're talking about format here. We're talking about show structure. We're talking about podcast promise. We're talking about some important core elements 
that we're sort of just treating as shorthand tactics. Like, it's a simple thing, but it's a real energetic lift for everyone involved. And it needs to be thought out. It needs to make sense for everybody. So when you're looking at the role that guests play on your show, make sure you're thinking about this really fully. Make sure you're able to get that win-win-win situation. Otherwise, there's not enough juice for the squeeze, babe. There's just not. It's too much damn work for everybody involved if it's not serving everybody. I'm going to put the soapbox away. These are the kind of conversations we've been having this month with our clients on production calls. This is the kind of stuff we'll be talking about on podcast strategy intensives. I have no doubt as we roll through in April, if you'd like to be a part of having some of those conversations, uncommonlymore.com is the place to go. We have most frequently our kickoff production call is the call where we have the guest conversation, but it happens a lot in intensives too. I have... (laughs) I have sort of streamlined a lot of guest policies uh, and shows. Most of our clients changed the way they had guests when they started working with us, either by decreasing the frequency or increasing the strategy, and in most cases, both. So there's not a you've got to give up guests kind of thing here. But you do have to be really thoughtful about it. And you do have to really be intentional about what this looks like. Head over to uncommonlymore.com so that we can do that in our own intensive uh, or as part of our first kickoff production call. All right? That's it for me today. I will see you right back here next week, next month. Ooh, I'm done batching for the day. All right. I'll see you here next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Remember that content consumption does not make changes. So commit to doing something from today's episode. Maybe it's taking action on what we talked about. Maybe it's reaching out to me and learning more about podcast strategy intensives or what podcast production looks like with our team. All of that is over at uncommonlymore.com. And if you haven't yet signed up for the podcast newsroom, I want to remind you that is a great next step. If you're not really sure what comes next, hang out over there. Get those exclusive private episodes. That's over at podcastnewsroom.com. And the last favor I will ask, because social proof is endlessly important for sure, is to leave a rating or review for this show. If you go to ratethispodcast.com slash more, that's the easiest way to do it. But I would love to hear what you thought of the show, what you think of the show, and if the show has been helpful for you. I can't wait to chat with you. So this is just the start of the conversation. Reach out so we can keep it going. Talk soon. Thank you.